man. Yeah. Better get this thing kicked off. What's up, Pops? What up, Lady Z? What up, what up, good people? Welcome to another episode of the Strategically Reckless Podcast. I am your host, Jay Brown, a.k.a. Mr. 710. And we are back up in this thing once again. Listen, you know, last week, last week I did a, a blast from the past. I looked back at some of the some of the shows that we had from back in the day and some of the greatest moments that we had. And I didn't get all of them. But for the ones that you know, we did get the show, man, I hope y'all enjoyed it. I hope y'all enjoyed it. I'm actually, I'm actually looking forward to this week because I got a lot of stuff that I had meant to talk about a while back and didn't get a chance to do so. And for whatever reason, um, just had some other stuff I wanted to get to. But this week, this week I'm getting to it. I am getting to it. I am getting after it. But before I do that, you know, introduce the show like we do always. And I want to thank everybody for listening, whether you're listening on Facebook or Instagram Live, YouTube Live, listening on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Amazon, however it is that you're listening. Go ahead and subscribe. Rate us five stars. Tell me what you think. And if you ever forget, tell Alexa to play the Strategically Reckless podcast. And she'll do it. You'll be hearing me. You got your favorite podcast. You'll be, you'll be hearing me. Your favorite foster parent. <laughs> that, that's who you'll hear. Speaking, speaking of, listen. Before I, before I get into this, since last week. So... On a week-to-week basis, what I feel like happens within my in my parenting experiences is we spend a lot of time feeling like we failing. We, we feel like I feel like I'm failing. I, I you know I don't know. Part part of it is when you get when you get a kid not not from not from the beginning. I'm like you getting a kid that you getting a kid that already got some got some factory settings put in it that you didn't have nothing to do with, and so you know you trying to you trying to figure out what some of those things are, and then you trying to also you know it, it, it's almost like when you drive when you go rent a car when you go rent a car that car is new to you. But you expect everything to work correctly. The unfortunate part about renting a car is that you have no idea who drove the car before you and what they did to it when they had it. All you hope is that it gets you from point A to point B. Now, the only part that pertains to the kids is when we talk about we don't necessarily know what all they did before they got to us. 
Like what happened before they got to us? What shaped how they view the world? Because these things matter. These things matter. And so when I feel like when I'm talking and I'm having these conversations with the kid and you know, we're trying to instill lessons and lessons and lessons. And, you know, we just hope that, you know, we're going to keep talking and keep talking and keep talking. And at some point, you hope that some of it sticks. And it's almost in a the, in the way that if you watch a movie the first time, you're probably not going to remember most of the words, even if it's a really, really good movie. You're probably not going to remember most of the words. But, if you, if you, if you watch the movie over and over again, you might pick up a scene and you remember when you see it again. And then it'd be a little bit more of the movie and a little bit more of the movie. The more you watch it, the more you pick up. And that's what we kind of hope that we get when we talk to talk to the kids is that over time we hope that some of this stuff just sticks we need it to stick the unfortunate part is that it doesn't always stick and we don't have much control over how much of it sticks we just gotta keep we just gotta keep playing this movie over and over again and so where I, where I feel like I fail at times comes in this, comes from the standpoint of yeah we talk and we talk and we explain and we explain and there are times when I feel like maybe I'm just not using the correct words maybe I'm not phrasing this correct so that it's sticking and so we get to a point where it's like alright let me ask you What's going to work for you? Help me figure this out. Help me figure out what will work for you. What will get you to do the things that we ask you to do? As soon as we figure that out. As soon as we figure out that, we're going to be good. And one of the suggestions that we received was... You know what, Mr. Jason? I would do a whole lot better if you guys pretended like nothing ever happened. Yeah. 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 That. You want us to... 55 hot, what up? You want us to pretend like nothing happened? Like you didn't do what you did? Come on, man. Come on, man. I'm not I'm not built like this. I'm not built like that. Like we we can't pretend like nothing happened. That don't that doesn't work. That doesn't that doesn't make sense to me. To pretend like nothing happened because if I pretend like nothing happened, what would stop you from doing something again? <laughs> I, ain't, I ain't think about that. 
Now, just, just take a moment and think. If nothing happened, when you did something you weren't supposed to do, and we pretended like it, it didn't happen, what would stop you from doing, doing it again? The answer is nothing. Nothing would stop you from doing it again. If we sped as adults and never got tickets, there would be nothing to stop us from speeding other than potentially getting into accidents. The accidents, they, they don't stop people from speeding. Jail, knowing that jail is around the corner doesn't stop people from committing crimes. People gonna commit crimes. Sometimes it's by necessity. Sometimes it's because the initial punishment wasn't bad enough. And so I'm gonna do it again. <laughs> I'm gonna do it again. And I think that's the tough part for us is because discipline in general, when you discipline someone else's kids, of course it's gonna be different. Even when you don't have the the system telling you what you can't do is still different and then of course starting at starting trying to discipline someone after an age of understanding and what up bro hope you're going well bro after an age of, of understanding that is tough because what they understood as far as discipline in the past is going to be way different than what they're having to deal with in your home. And this weekend, I had a conversation. All for you always, it was good. I had a conversation with the kid and I, I sat down and I laid it out. I laid it out like, listen, bro, you gotta make better decisions. You have to make better decisions because if you're not making good decisions now, you're gonna grow up to be a teenager that does not make good decisions. You're gonna grow up to be a young man that will not make good decisions. And then you're gonna grow up to be an old man that do not make good decisions. And so, if you're trying to get your privileges back, it starts with your decisions. One decision at a time. You make a lot of decisions throughout the day that you don't even think about. But the ones that you need to think about, you gotta get those right. You gotta get those right. All right, man, come on, give me a hug, bring it in. At that point, I messed up. I messed up. And you ask yourself, Jason, how, how did you mess up? How did you mess up with that conversation? Because that conversation in his mind meant that Everything was clear. The slate was clean. We're good. We're back to square one. Not that, oh, he didn't just get in trouble, which is why I was having to talk to him in the first place. Not that he had got in trouble earlier in the week, which is kind of piled on to his sentence. But he thought that us having that conversation and it wasn't even a conversation it was more of me talking to him that everything was going to be fine from that point forward 
that conversation wiped his books clean. And now he was reinstated full privileges. You like, Mr. Jason, can I watch what you watch it? What? Did I, did I miss something? Oh, no. What did, what did I miss? I told you you needed to make better decisions. My wife told you you got to get at least through. Let's start with getting through a week without us getting a message from your school. We can, how do we just go from that to the, the slate is clean. That's not how this works. And I messed up. I messed up because the discipline that he was used to was, oh, you can't do that. It's okay. I love you. Give me a hug. And everything was okay. It didn't matter what happened. I'm not going to say the last part. But those that know me know what, what the last part is. And at that point, all was fine. All is fine. You know, appreciate the bad pops. Let me hit that air horn. That's what's up. Thank you, sir. Look at that band. Here we go. Yep. All was fine at that point. Man. And Miss Humbleness was good. All was fine. And it it couldn't be that. Like I don't want I didn't understand that. But for him. I had wiped his slate clean. And I don't, I didn't get it. It didn't make sense to me. It didn't make sense to me. And I'm gonna go ahead and transition to another thing that did not make sense. But everybody who watched the Super Bowl in the halftime show, you saw the Rihanna performance and there were mixed reviews. But the one thing that was, it was two things. Rihanna got hits. Jenny hit all of them. She got hit. The second thing was ASAP Rocky been out here doing work. All right. But one thing that I saw was Rihanna had 103 FCC complaints for her Super Bowl halftime performance. And when I read the headline, I was like, why? What did she do? I watched it. What did she do? Let me let me look at this. I'm scrolling. And they said her halftime performance was too sexualized. Gail was good. They said her halftime performance was too sexualized. 103 FCC complaints. Now listen, I don't know what you got to do in order to get an FCC complaint. She couldn't dance that much. She did a real, she did a real poor tussie roll. Like, let's be honest here. It was too sexualized. Are we, are we serious? Are, are we serious right now? It was the tussie roll. The tussie roll is what got the FCC complaints. Was it the Beyonce fan base? 
It had to be the Beyonce fan base. The Beehive was out here representing. Come on, man. Let's not do this. Let's not. Too sexualized. Listen. If that was sexualized, my t-shirt is out here ruining the whole, this whole, <laughs> this whole website. That thing, thing. Courtesy of the 710 print shop. You have got to be kidding me. It's not like everything, everything right now is overly sexualized. And like everything. It's sex everywhere. It sells. But it also corrupts. It sells, but it also corrupts. Oh my gosh. Listen, back in the day, to see any, any amount of sex, and I'm not, I'm talking about physical contact between two people. He, Cliff Huxtable and Claire Huxtable, they kissed and it was, and that was it. It wasn't no laying on the couch like Martin and Gina laid on the couch. Martin and Gina laid on the couch. Martin and Gina had an episode in which they were trying to restrain from having sex. You remember that episode? Come on, listen. Now, now, and the only, the only real stuff that you used to see was on, you had to stay up late and watch Cinemax. Showtime or something like that. So you can get some of that soft in. You wasn't, you wasn't getting a real, you wasn't getting a, you wasn't getting nearly as much. Like you can get what you got on Cinemax on Fox now. You almost could see a booty on Fox. I mean, it's probably gonna be a dude booty, but it's gonna be on there. Shoot, um, every episode of Power at one point, you were seeing somebody's raw booty. It was back to back. It was almost like, hey, if you was gonna be on there, you were showing a breast or some or some ass. Come on now, everything sexualized. It's, it's the reason what I woo. It's the reason why they don't put it. Listen, how many commercials do you see where you see somebody that, that you be like, oh, that person is ugly? And even if you don't talk like that, you don't see very, very many commercials where you be like, oh my gosh, that person is ugly. They are trying to appeal to your eyes. Stop playing! Stop playing with me! Like all of this, all of this stuff. It's, they trying to appeal to your eyes. They not trying. They don't care if you actually buy something. When the last time you saw an ugly person in a McDonald's commercial? Come on, man! Let me, y'all y'all better stop playing. But for 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 Rihanna to get it, 103 FCC complaints. And he's talking about her being rocket was good. 
her her performance being too sexualized. Stop playing. Stop playing. You don't even see ugly people in those in the, in car commercials. What up, low? You don't see it. It it doesn't take place. They in there. What you see, if you whatever you choose to see, is what it's gonna be. You can look at some clouds and be like, yo, that's like an ass right there. If you horny in that way, whatever you see, whatever's on your mind, whatever's in your spirit is what you're going to see. If you're horny, that's what you're seeing. That cloud fine in the mud right there, boy. I'm trying to tell you it's thick. I don't know how to complain to the FCC, but you know what? Some people do. What up, Ma? So I, who, who figured out? how to complain to the FCC. It's probably the same people who who call in when, when they see somebody cheating in golf. There was somebody that called in to the masters like, hey, buddy, move this ball. Who who got that phone number? Who who has the phone number to the masters? You see, you sitting at home on TV, hey, like, oh, hell no, oh, hell no. This fam, fam moved the ball a little bit. What you doing? And why you doing it? I have I have no idea. But what I do know, what I do know as a as an old married guy now, because that's exactly what I am. You see all these beard, you see that all those grays in the beard. Got these three kids up here that's wearing me out and making me old. You got my wife out here. She she trying her best. She's trying her best. I wouldn't even want to talk about this. But help me understand this. I got a couple ladies in here right now. I didn't get the answer that I was looking for when I posted it on Facebook this a uh, couple days ago. But we were having a conversation. We were having a conversation in the kitchen. I had, it was on Sunday. I had gospel music playing. It was kind of loud. My wife started up a conversation. When she started up the conversation, I didn't want her to have to talk over the music, so I paused. She says, never mind. I ain't gotta talk about it. I was like, baby, you are clearly trying to get my input on this on this subject matter. I paused the music so that I could listen to you and give you some feedback. But now you don't want to talk about it no more. Like this is not the first time that you've done this. When I'm watching the video, when I'm watching the game, and you come in here and I turn the volume down and I'll pause it. You don't want to talk to me anymore. And I don't want you to have to compete for my attention with something else that's making noise. I know my attention ain't worth a damn. And so, <laughs> I mean, I'm just trying to do the right thing. And at that point, you no longer wants to have this conversation. Now, all her friends came to her defense and was like, Nea does no wrong. And I'm not saying she was doing no wrong in this in this scenario. What I am saying is, I just don't understand that when I pause it, you don't want to tell me what you want to tell me anymore. And so, I just had to get that off my chest. It was funny to me. It was funny to me when she said, never mind, because I was like, come on, man. Come on, man, you got to tell me now. I'm not ready. Look, you, I paused Jesus. 
I paused Jesus. I was listening to Ricky Ricky Dilla because of the blood. I paused Jesus for a second to understand what you was trying to tell me. Alton Walker would say, God ain't pleased. <laughs> Shout out to Alton Walker. But, you know what? <laughs> Mom said the pause is too dramatic. I understand. I, I get it. It's like, hold on, no, you just turn it down. Even if I turned it down a little bit, she was like, oh, I'm disturbing. Ain't no right answer for that. Ain't no right answer for that. You you say you disturbing her. And hey, hey, yeah, you disturbing me a little bit. You already know what's gonna happen. I tell you, I tell you what's not gonna happen when if you say if you say she disturbing you. None of that. None of that. That ain't that ain't happening. You ain't getting none of that. <laughs> you can just chill on that. But speaking of, speaking of, speaking of that, I'm, I did a show a couple a couple weeks ago, and I was talking about headlines. And one of the headlines it was, it was like the Dana White incident. Um, there was a headline that I read, and. And it was about ex-NBA player Brent Forbes. He used to play basketball at Michigan State. And the headline read, Brent Forbes allegedly gave his ex-porn star girlfriend, Elsa Jane, two black eyes per the Daily Mail. Her entire entire body is bruised up and she has two black eyes. The 29-year-old father of two allegedly felt threatened by Jean's success after her OnlyFans account took off. <sighs> Gosh. Man, there's so much to unpack with that. Just be, listen. So the first thing when I read this, when I read this out loud, I was like, did they have to mention that she was a porn star or ex-porn star? But since they did, since they did, it doesn't matter how long ago that was. Listen, when you when you enter in a, into a relationship with someone who has had that type of profession, and this is with this is with her, like even if she doesn't do it anymore, I don't know if everything has been scrubbed at that point. But what I do know is if you started dating her when she was a porn star, part of the problem would be, hey, you could never come home after a good day at work. Like, you can never come home and talk about you had a great day at work. That would be all bad. I don't want to hear that. Nobody would want to hear that. I don't understand how you threatened by OnlyFans. I've never been on OnlyFans, so I have no idea what it all entails. But what I do know is that people be, and I, when I say people, it's ladies, they be out here making a lot of damn money off of OnlyFans. It's a bunch of horny dudes out there that's willing to pay to see people do whatever they do on OnlyFans. I don't know what Elsa Jane does on OnlyFans. I would imagine it's something that might involve her with no clothes on. And if that's the case, bro, 
Bro, you know what it is. You know what it is. What you say? As long as you know that shit, I'll always be right. Chill. Then <laughs> <laughs> my only fan success, bro, you was in the league. I think that's one of the things that I don't understand is like some of these people that that's professional athletes or something like that, especially especially the guys. Like when you make bad decisions involving women as a professional athlete, as someone that has a high level of means, um, I don't understand that because you should have a a different pick of the crop. Not that it. One, one, one group of women in a in a different in a different tier would make them any less crazy. Like I feel like that just goes up the range. Just depending on you, it depends on what you bring out of them and what 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 they come into the relationship with. Some of them have levels of trauma that that they just that it manifests itself in different ways, but. Come on, man. You can't. Be, there, there is no excuse. There's no excuse for one black guy. There's definitely no excuse for two or and or bruises all over the body, allegedly. Dude, like you gotta know going in. Like, and so I've talked about this before. I've looked at it and I'm like, listen. Professions that I could not marry, and or, or date, and or marry. If something happened to my wife, I couldn't see myself being with a porn star. Not even an excellent. You can't reminisce about the days that you had at work. We're not gonna talk about some of your old jobs. I don't even want to ask the gentleman to put it in the tape and be like, oh, oh. And uh, you out there, no, <laughs> that's, that's a, that's a hard pass for me, even if you was a current, and you can tell me, like, all it is is just acting, you can't have no good days at work, how was your day, it, bad, horrible, Oh, come in. Let me make you feel better. Job number two. I could not date a flight attendant. Yeah, you have freedom because they always gone, but I heard that flight attendants be cheating all the time. So we're going to pass on that. Hate to hit them with a stereotype or that, or that harsh generalization. But it's just kind of what I heard. It's kind of what y'all got to deal with. Um... Three, I cannot date a mortician. I don't know. Just some kind of weird about it. You're just hanging out with dead people all day. With dead bodies. You can't bring that home. Like I don't I don't know how that works, but I, I don't want I don't want no dead spirit to imprint itself on you while you out there working. You accidentally drop a body. And now the spirit is on me. Hey. I don't know. It's just something weird. Like, have you have you met a cool mortician? Have you met somebody like a mortician that you like, yo, I want to go hang out with that person. They dope. 
Like they all seem like they're like, hello. I really mourn your family right now. And, you know, I just want to uh, give my deepest condolences to you and the family. You know, what we did today is we went and we, I think we did a good job on your, on your loved ones. Come on over here and take a look. Like, and you don't want to hang with that person because if you talk like this all the time, man, if you order them food, it's going to be weird. I like a double cheeseburger, please. And if you cannot put, make sure that the burger is extra, extra well done. We want to make sure that it's dead. Come on, man. Like, let's not. I cannot see myself dating a policewoman. Not that anything is wrong with them in particular. Like, there's nothing wrong with them in particular. But if, what up, Sean? What up, brother? If they have a, if a policewoman have a bad day at work, if they had a crime that happened and somebody beat them up, do you know, like, all hell will break loose. Like, hey, baby, we going back out there. Let's get back into your car. We about to go on patrol. We about to go on patrol. So yeah, just to recap, I got one more. Porn star can never have a good day at work, so that that would never work. A flight attendant always be cheating. Uh uh, not gonna do it. A mortician, they all of them weird in some way, shape, or form. A police officer, they can never have a bad day. These are these are all women, women that I couldn't date if this was what their profession was, and um. The last one is a proctologist. If there was, if I met a woman, she could be bad. She could look like Carrie Hilson, but if she was a proctologist, I would look at her crazy because she look at booties all day. Not a not a good look. She could be she could be paid. I'm like, <laughs> get somebody else to do it. You, you listen. You been you been around booties all day. And when they come see you, it ain't because they booty is okay. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. That's, that's not what it is. I can't do it. And maybe and maybe that's a double standard. But, oh well. Hey, speaking of booties. And ladies on booties. I don't know if y'all saw this, but Buster Rhymes. Buster Rhymes was in, he was leaving somewhere or going somewhere. But some lady grabbed his booty and he threw a drink at her. Hey, hey, listen. I cannot confirm or deny that I agree with throwing a drink at, at a lady. But what I will say is ladies public service announcement 97% of straight dudes do not like getting their booties grabbed it's a fact it's in the handbook 90% of dudes 97% of dudes do not like getting their booties grabbed I don't know why y'all like to do it 
Y'all like to do it and know that dudes don't like that. Why? It's just me. I don't give a damn if it was my mama. Get your, get your hand. I don't like it. Don't nobody. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. She thought it was funny at first. Until that drink came flying. Like, dudes don't play that. Dudes do not play that. And there was a lot of people in the in the chat and they in the little comments that was kind of defending the girl and saying that Buster Rhymes overreacted. But they said that knowing that if they were out somewhere and some random ass dude grabbed their butts that it excuse me it would be a problem it would be a problem it's always been a problem we can't just go around grabbing booties and so for her to think that it was okay she only thought it was okay because she was a woman and she did not expect him to act like that or react like that. I'm not I'm not in a position to say that he was wrong for his reaction. He didn't hit her. I don't know how many dudes just be out here throwing drinks, but he didn't hit her. But you can't jump online and go play the victim. As if you didn't just grab that ass. Like it happened. You can't say, oh, I was just trying to get his attention with a <laughs> No. Dudes don't play like that. And if you a dude that don't play like that, you 100 percent understand where I'm coming from. This is a it's like a no-fly zone. It's a no-fly zone. Like, we don't... It, this ain't it. Buster would have been canceled if it was videos of him just grabbing people's butts. Grabbing some girl butts. Especially if she felt the need to throw a drink on her behind it. Come on, man. That's a no-go. We're not even going to start trying to normalize this. We can't do it. She thought it was funny at first, and then it wasn't funny when the, when the liquor was in the air or when, whenever that drink is was in the air. It was no longer funny. Dumb ways to die. Can't do that. We're not even getting ready to try to consider normalizing that. Just in the same way that we're not going to normalize dudes assaulting women in that way. We have taken some great steps towards making sure that that does not take place as openly as it once did back in the day. We just can't, we not having that. We can't have that. That's a no-go. Ladies, please stop doing that. Don't think that that's cool. Not everybody gonna have a drink in their hand. Not everybody gonna be as sensible. Not everybody gonna be as, you know, Cool, they're not gonna be cool with it. Like, it's just not cool. I 
I would have been pissed off. What the hell are you doing? What the hell are you doing? It's a good way to get cussed at. It's a good way to get cussed at. And before I get out of here, I was trying to figure out how I wanted to talk about this. And... I'll I'll just I'll just I'm just start talking, and it, none of it's meant to be offensive. And usually when somebody says something like that, like "Hey, I'm not trying to be racist," they about to say some real racist stuff. I am. None of it is meant to be um, offensive to any group. I am thinking out loud, and how it comes out is kind of how it comes out. I will do my best, but recently, recently, there has, there is this notion of, and there, I've seen more and more of it, of people feeling like there has been an attack on black masculinity. And there are parts of it that I understand. There are parts of it that I do not understand. But what I will say is there there are a lot of things that um, as, as a black man, as someone who considers himself a strong black man, as someone who considers himself in tune with my um, with my sexuality and very secure in it there are still just some things that I would not do. And it's just, and it's just from the standpoint of, hey, it's not my thing. I don't care if you do it and I don't have a hell of hell, a heaven of hell to put you in if you decide to do it. Whether it's how you dress or what you say or a pose that you do or a picture that you take. There was a big hoopla about oh gosh that the actor Jonathan Majors he took a picture for on Ebony and a dot with the Don Flamingo uh, anime character. He was dressed in fam. I, I, I brought it to I brought it to my wife. I was like, baby, look at these pictures. Look at these pictures. And I was like, if if it was Halloween, and or if I was at a a Comic Con type situation, and there was a there, I was posing to take a picture. And I had my I had my pink joint on with no no shirt on and my pants and my boots and I was just posing. I'm trying to be imposing. I don't know what down from they gonna do. I don't watch anime like that. But there's a lot of hoopla about that picture. Fan was in there like. I forgot how he's posing. He had legs all crossed and he was making duck lips. And I was just like, yo, 
okay. You tell me it's the anime character. All right, I rock with it. I know they take a whole bunch of pictures and you might not get final say over what pictures they use. And most of the time when you're taking pictures and they're telling you to do stuff and they like, hey, tilt your head down a little bit, tilt it up, to the left, to the right, up, down, left, right, whatever. All right, give me some, give me some lip action. More, more. Not that much. Bring it down. Eyebrows up. And so, if they doing, if they doing all of this, and they're constantly taking pictures, yeah, they might catch you looking a certain kind of way. And some of the comments, they was like, "Yo, bro, looking real zesty," and. Whether he is or isn't, and how it is, how it is that they they defend the pictures or talk about what the what the thought process was behind the pictures. All right, cool, man, you're doing your thing. And then we fast forward, and there were some more pictures that came out. I guess they uh, Michael B. Jordan and Jonathan Majors took some pictures for um, a photo shoot. I know they just did the movie Creed 3. I'm excited about going to see it. I, w- I would like to see it. Um, and they, it was a real it was a real loving picture. It, it was a loving picture where they were, you know, he was he was hugging him from behind and he kind of had his arm across his chest and one of me had his hand on this on his head and one one picture their heads were leaned up against each other and I get it. I have a brother. I have guys that I've known for 20 plus years now. It's a bunch of them. I don't know if we would ever take pictures like that, but that's, like I said, it's not for me to judge. It's not for me to judge. It's just not what we would do. And I don't think it's for, like, we've told each other, hey, my brother, I, I love I love my guys. These are my guys. This is my extended family. I love those guys. We've all taken pictures together. But there's an etiquette. There's a code. There's certain stuff we're not going to do. And should we be judged or looked down upon because we do or don't do? I don't think that that's fair. But we allow. I got, look, I see two dudes taking a picture. I just, they taking a picture how they choose to take a picture. Most of the time it's, hmm, and we keep it moving. But never, I'm I'm not I'm not the type 
never have been the type to be like hit the dislike button. I don't even when it, even if it's something that I see that my friends post, I don't I don't take the time to put negative comments on people's stuff. I'm just not I don't have the time for that. I don't have a mind even if I might think something that energy I do not put out there. And so when it comes to their pictures or anything like that, hey, this is how they chose to express themselves in these pictures. And that's fine. Please, let that just be fine. Yes, I'm talking about it because it's it's been a topic. One of the things that I was thinking about as I was going through this was we talk about the attack on masculinity and in particular black masculinity because I don't I don't understand I don't I'm not that into the the Caucasian side of the culture where if the, if there's anything that they feel attacked with or by or from and so when I when I look at like when they talk about how fashion how fashion is changed I look back at some I got albums sitting over here in the corner right here and some of them outfits that the Isley Brothers wore them little them little leotards and joint them shits was zesty as hell this I would never wear those them shits was tight and they was they were rocking tight onesies with glitter on it back in the day. And they had the honeys going crazy. That's what was in. That's what was in back then. I would never wear that. But y'all doing y'all thing. Y'all representing then the clothes got big. In the 90s, clothes was big as hell. Everybody wore big clothes. Everybody was sagging. Sag I never really got into the sagging thing. Like I was, I never really sagged like that. Like I wore big clothes. I wore big shorts because I was a fan of the, the Fab Five back in the day. They wore big shorts. I like big shorts. I have black socks. But until I realized, hey, like sagging, sagging means something. Sagging means something depending on where you're at. If you're out here showing your butt. If you in jail and you sagging, <laughs> you know what that means. If you in prison and you sagging, the booty warrior is looking for you. The booty warrior got this going. That's what he's looking for when lights go out. But then the clothes stopped getting so big. And then they got tight. It went from big to preppy to tight. Lil Wayne had clothes so tight that he couldn't even pull them up over his thighs. It was horrible. How can you skateboard in those? 
Atlanta went from tight and skinny jeans to what we have now. When you see dudes wearing skirts and halter tops and fur, like weird fur tops and big ass red boots and different walking around with mercies it's different there's certain things that it's different for me I don't listen if I who's to say well I, I will say this if I had a, a bunch of money if I had a millions and millions of dollars I would not be out here rocking no big ass red boots not my style but if it's your style and you like to try new stuff if you're on the Westbrook side of the game Westbrook will wear some stuff LeBron put on a suit that had shorts on the bottom the shorts are little as shit man. Magic Johnson shorts hey that was his thing Nobody like, yo, LeBron gay. That was just a, hey, that's one, that's a style choice that I just couldn't get with. The style choice that you just can't get with. And so I, I asked myself, is it, is it an attack? Or just a noticeable change in fashion? And that's influenced by a lot of the stuff that gets put on TV whether it's Empire that's pushing you know like they they open the door and Jesse Jesse's character was representing it's on every week and it's 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 in our face now it ain't like you know Lil Murder now Lil Murder and uh What's my man name for Uncle Cliff? They out there representing in a different kind of way. It's different. We just didn't see that back in the day. I feel like all of that, all of that has a level of influence on how people perceive what is happening with our with our culture and you have it you have it so that the guys who there's there's a group of guys who really don't rock with it in that way but they almost have to go all the way to the other end of the spectrum so that it doesn't come off like there's any kind of confusion about where they stand as far as their sexuality and that's not the case it shouldn't be the case. I ain't gonna say that's not the case. It shouldn't be the case. If you're secure in your manhood, then you will be able to be around him and not have not be in question. And then you can go back to doing your thing. I spent time. I went, I went and hung out with my god brother one day. And his whole crew. It's a big part of his crew. 
they lived that lifestyle and LGBTQ lifestyle. We went and hung out and um, <laughs> we were at Boogaloo. And, you know, I walked in there and I had seen some of these guys in pictures. They, when you see them in pictures and you see them in real life, it's different. They were posing. They had their poses and stuff like that. He's like, all right, well, hey, I'm Jason. This is my god brother. You know, da 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 da. And next thing you know, like they out here calling each other bitches and stuff. And I'm like, oh, all right, so I'm not gonna do that. I'm not gonna do that. That's y'all thing. I'm gonna let y'all rock with that. Which one of y'all, which, which one of us you think is a bigger bitch? Uh, you know what? I ain't got no answer. I ain't got no answer for that. <laughs> you know what, man? So, it was one of those things where I, I wasn't going to be weird. It was just certain things that I could not take part in because I was not going to be offensive in that way. Like, I just, I did not have an answer for those questions. I did not, I could not take part in calling them bitches or you know, I'm not I'm not a naturally loud person. I can be talkative and I have my loud moments. But they were lit. I'm sure that they are a good time when they hang out. Just certain parts of they hang out I can't get with. They're still cool people. Y'all do y'all thing, man. Long as my god brother straight, man, we good. And now when I say straight, not sexual, just as long as he okay. Like y'all not y'all not treating him bad. I don't have no problem with it. I don't have no problem with y'all as long as y'all not treating him bad. Y'all treating him bad, I got a problem with y'all. Outside of that. Hey man. Y'all let these folks live. Everybody that's secure. You know, with their in their manhood and their sexuality, will not feel attacked. They have it on TV, and it don't change anything that I'm doing personally. I still operate the same. Hollis Jerry, what's good? I still operate the same. It doesn't change anything about as far as how I operate. I got family members in that lifestyle. I still treat them the same. I treat their mates the same. They all cousins. Hey, whatever. I don't treat them no way. I don't treat them no way. Y'all not trying to push it on me? We good. We good. I be having questions. I have questions sometimes, but you know, so I have questions just because I'm I'm stupid sometimes, but <laughs> they know it they know they know it's coming from a good place. It's never coming from a place of hate or anything like that. And I feel like the more that people the more that people just if you love yourself then it's gonna be easy to love other people. And if you hate yourself, then you're gonna see all you're gonna see all the other stuff that hating yourself brings 
brings to the life. And so, with that being said, good people. Y'all have a great week, yo. Y'all have a great week. Remember, subscribe. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Subscribe on iHeartRadio, Spotify. Tell Alexa to play the Strategically Reckless podcast. And if you're looking for a dope shirt that it make people smile, that thing, thing, you can get that from www.the17printshop.com. That's www.the710printshop.com. And if you enter in promo code TEAM710, that's T-E-A-M-710, and get your discount on that. I got some other dope stuff on there. Also, I'm getting ready to put the Shogun Strike Academy bowling shirt up. We got four different colors in that. I also got the, the Fuck Around and Find Out hoodie up there. I'm also, I also have the, uh, the hoodie from the Netflix movie, You People. That hoodie that Eddie Murphy had on, that Fred Hampton was murdered. Got that on the site. It's a lower price in there, but Yelly was good. It's a lower price than you can find anywhere else. And it's great quality. So look, until next time, good people, y'all be safe out in these streets. I am out.